Welcome to the Two Point Culture. What to do, folks? Zach, how you living, brother? Living well. Life's good. Football's not. But hey, <laughs> we survive another week. <laughs> um, First month, though, like fucking game. depression. <laughs> <laughs> hey, games have been fun. We got to watch a Monday yeah. nighter. Yeah, that wasn't as fun to watch. But yeah, I wish it was any other game. <laughs> Do you want to get into the Monday Nighter to start? Can we just get it out the way? Yeah, yeah let's get it. I, out I'm way. okay with getting it out the way. <clears throat> um, thoughts on the Eagles' defeat to the Cowboys here with the 41 to 21 victory for the for them boys. Okay, so we saw Jalen Hurts' floor, unfortunately. Absolutely. Um. Really, really surprised by Nick Sirianni's game plan. Only running Miles Sanders two times. Even though against the Cowboys, Miles Sanders averages almost like 13 yards per carry. But, you know, I digress. Um, Mm -hmm. Once I stopped watching this with my fan eyes, I was really, really confused by a lot of things on the Eagles side. I watched the breakdown on Devontae Smith's film today. Um, How do you been... Noticed a little bit more by Jalen Hurts. Unfortunately, uh, Devontae Smith could have had about 200 receiving yards, just on opportunity. So, um, yep. you know, that couple all that with your your news today of, hey, they got the green light to do whatever it takes to get Deshaun Watson. So now I have to live with that disparaging. And, <laughs> um, but I, I'm going to give the Cowboys their credit as hard as it can be for me to do swallow my pride a little bit there uh dallas put a hell of a game they put their foot on the pedal and all the way met and hit all the way before running uh through from that first drive they looked well and established they had a slight hiccup obviously drive two uh with the turnover in the end zone but outside of that almost flawless execution for the dallas cowboys Yeah, I can't uh, I can't agree with you any more than that. Um, just a couple of quick notes here. Jalen Hurts has 416 rushing yards in six career starts. That's the third most by a quarterback through six games since 1950 behind Lamar Jackson at 466 and Tim Tebow at 439. Fair enough, man. I mean... So Jalen is running for his life. <laughs> Uh, this, you know, you know how they say things are supposed to change, but the more they stay the same, that's that's what I'm seeing with the Eagles all line right now. I was just about to get into that. I that's the only thing that I can take away from the Eagles performance. Um, that stood out to me was the O line. It it seems to have failed Jalen Hurts. Um Dallas, I mean, credit to Dallas, they were getting some pressure for sure, but just seems like the O line just couldn't resist the blitz and every time dallas brought the blitz they were getting to jalen and forcing him out of the pocket and making throws that maybe he shouldn't be making um unfortunately with that he didn't have the playmakers to make those catches from those throws that he was arrogantly throwing around the field to no one basically and at Um, no point when the passing game was working in 
I honestly understand it because you're you're playing catch up, but they didn't even for sure. They didn't even take the shot to run the ball, which I looked at with flabbergasted eyes. One of the positive notes, though, on defense, Hargraves. Yeah, yeah, stud, absolute stud. two sacks. Really, really happy with the pressure that he has applied. Oh, we have an injured player down, by the way. Um, and now I'm like concerned. <laughs> Hold on a second. Who's down? Because I'm not watching the game. Okay. Uh, if I saw it right, I just want to verify. Hold on. I got the Blue Jays game on, so. Oh, that makes sense. Well, it is baseball season two, right? Well, it's they win, they're in type of in the next three games. So and it's like a four, it's a four-team dance for two spots. So this should be interesting in the next couple of days. So unfortunately, Marvin Jones Jr. went was on the ground. Oh. That was not the play. Was he one of your he, I was gonna say was no, 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 no. He picks? is not, but I am playing him, so I hope this isn't anything. I'm I mean, I have him on my roster active roster tonight. So I just really hope it's not as bad as it may seem to be. Full disclosure to the fans here. Um Chase has somebody in the Cincinnati versus Jacksonville game on his four player breakout performance of the week roster and he has not told me who it is so we thought maybe it was marvin jones but it's not it turns out he swerved us i i knew it was either marvin jones or dj chark when i saw the number and i was just i wanted to be sure <laughs> i want i wanted to be sure for myself and not have you tell me and then me let out an excessively loud fuck but yeah okay got you so uh, that press cut. yes yeah, 238 yards, three touchdowns. That was a better game than last week. We'll say that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He looked a lot more comfortable. He made the throws that he should be making. Dalton Schultz came up big with some huge – he actually came up with two huge grabs for touchdowns. Kind of a maybe a breakout game for him. I would look to see him get a little bit more involved in the offense as the year goes on. Sorry, it was not Marvin Jones Jr. It was DJ Chark, and DJ Chark is being carted off right now. Ah, uh, no. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, no, this is a bad one. I just saw the replay of it. They just literally dogpile slid forward and got him at the ankle. Ouch. Yeah. T's and P's to DJ Chark. I hope yes, he recovers. I don't know. Is it knee? It looked ankle. Oh, ouch. Okay. Um, Zeke looked good though for Dallas. I'll give him that. He was young, young and spry. Breakout performance. Young and spry for that guy, man. I thought he was the breakout performer for the Cowboys this in this game. I I can. Um, Eagles did a decent job though with CD Lamb. I know he had the the big the big first catch, but after that, he didn't, he didn't do too much. He got quiet, and actually, Amari Cooper got relatively quiet as well. Yeah, I mean, if anything, at least we finally see the biggest one of the biggest things that I had as a concern as an Eagles fan this year was how does that secondary look? And it looks a mm-hmm. lot more improved than what we've seen in the past. Now, 
the catch 22. Zach, you know how badly I wanted a young corner uh, to be drafted quite primarily Asante Samuel Jr. So to see them still not be too badly without that, because this just in too, Asante Samuel Jr. is the defensive rookie of the month. And deservingly. Well, so. So, yeah. Anyways, yeah. back to Philly. Um, struggles at the linebacker position. They couldn't stop the run to save their life. Uh, good pressures created by Hargrave and Cox. And that's basically my notes of optimism and hope we'll just try to rebound on a ring and a prayer against the Chiefs next week. Going to be a tough one. Much so. Very much so. We'll get into the Chiefs in a little bit. Switching sides, let's go to the Thursday nighter. Um, 24 to 9, the Panthers beat the Texans. I think this was all overshadowed, though, by the CMC injury. Yes. Uh, rising to occasion was Chuba Hubbard, at least in this moment. So, absolutely. Not, not bad showing for him. Uh, hey, Canadian boy. Yes, sir. As for Christian McCaffrey, we don't know what to expect as somebody who's owned Christian McCaffrey and had him deal with an injury last year and here from week to week, you're always kind of taken back right now because you don't know what it's actually going to be. And Believe me, I have him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Not I pray, I pray for you right now, brother. <laughs> um, but no, uh, outside of that, the defense looked stellar, even with losing JC Horn for the season unfortunately, to a broken leg. But with that came the addition of C.J. Henderson. Yeah, who was traded um, for Dan Arnold. Correct. There's some picks involved, too. Yeah, I think a third and a fifth were swapped. Before, but I, I want to touch on this player, D.J. Moore. Yes. What a receiver. Can we give this guy oh, some more stud, 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 stud. I'm, I'm... Is he uh, the- is he like the quietest receiver who con- like consistently gets like a hundred and something yards between him and the guy who was playing against Brandon cooks? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't get his just dues enough primarily because, Oh, huge play. Nope. Uh, primarily because one, he's in te- on the Texans. <laughs> oh no, sorry. The Panthers, yep. my bad. The Panthers. Panthers. Uh, kind of been an unsung hero being behind Curtis Samuel and company. And I think just constantly overshadowed. So you're going to constantly overlook him. And we haven't gotten into discussing how Terrence Marshall Jr.'s impact has been on that receiving core yet or anything, but uh, DJ Moore seems to be the guy right now and doing what he has to do. Marshall definitely looks a lot better than Robbie Anderson right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Give him a minute. He'll, he'll be right. Let's, <laughs> doing those rookie growth spurts. That's all. I mean, on the Texans side, nothing really, nothing really too, I guess, highlight. I mean, Christian Kirksey from the defensive. I think he's a linebacker. Yeah, he's a linebacker. Yeah, he's a linebacker. It's yeah, he had three. Sorry, he had three assisted tackles and seven tackles. So he had a big game, but that's not always a good thing. That could mean that you need to make some plays. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and Brandon Cooks. I mean, 112 yards, nine receptions. All right. Let's go to the next game here. Moving on. Chargers, 
Yes. Chargers 30, KC 24. What happened to those Chiefs? Justin Herbert got the monkey off his back on his first win against uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Great game, by the way. Um, if we saw Definitely anything, a fun one. If, if we saw anything, we saw this. The Chargers offense can run with anybody. Uh, they have Absolutely. a lot to be encouraged by. What, Mike Williams getting all over the wide receiver position is having quite the breakout year. And yep. let's see. Um, I do stand by this, though. And I said this to you, and I said, may have said this to the listeners last week. Uh, the Chargers continue to play to their opponents. Yep. So we've seen them struggle with Washington. We saw them struggle with Dallas. They beat the Chiefs. Mahomes, questionable turnovers. I really think Patrick Mahomes at one point is going to shoot Clyde's Edward Hilaire the fade. Um, And, yeah, too many turnovers by the Chiefs. And this is really important for the Chargers because this is really – this is something that screwed them over twice – three times in two weeks. They need to learn to get set before the play goes off because they've been called and had touchdown scoring opportunities taken away from them on the illegal shift. So they have to learn how to set themselves up before each play properly or else they will continue to take these stupid penalties. Do you think that's just a lack of experience playing together? Because they have a pretty relatively new offensive line. Yes, I I do. I think it could be undone, but I think you have to nip this in the butt quicker because – we see how detrimental that could be in a la the Cowboys game last week. Uh, Rashawn Slater has been fantastic. Amazing. Uh, do you have a PFF grade on him by chance? I do not, but oh, he was vote here. Jeff Legwold from ESPN ranks him as the number one NFL rookie. Right wow. Now. He has uh, Parsons at number two. And Greg Newsom for for the Brownsies at three. Uh, Slater posted the second highest overall grade for a rookie of offensive lineman in week one. Sorry. Oh, no, that was against Detroit. That's not what I wanted. But let's look, run with that for now. So against Detroit, he had a, sorry, 77.9 run, uh, pass grade against the run. I got I got something for you. Rashawn Slater hasn't allowed a sack since week 11 of 2018 when at Northwestern. Wow. When at Northwestern. Okay. So this, and this week he was graded at 80.5 to go with that. Yeah. So he had this week against the Chiefs. Against the Chiefs, he had 46 pass block snaps and one quarterback pressure allowed zero sacks. Stud, absolute stud. Chargers, you He's hit the nail on the head. We sang your praises about that one. Sorry for cutting you off there, Saki. Um, He's had five pressures all season so far. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, stud, absolute stud. Chargers, we sang your praises for this one. Uh, you're protected. You have very well protected your young investment. And obviously, they're doing what they have to do on the defensive side of the ball, getting t- key takeaways. Uh, Asante Samuel Jr., two picks this month. 
On the KC side of the ball, what's going on? Stupid decisions and growing pains and comfortability. That's all. They'll be back. They'll be fine. I mean, I don't think one and two for the Chiefs in September is anything to worry about. They'll be they'll be in the playoffs. <laughs> Edwards Hilaire with a little bit of a bounce back game. A little bit, but still had that fumbling issue too that carried yep, him over from I was last say week. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. 17 carries. 17 carries, 100 yards. Eh, not a bad day at the office. Low day at the office, man. All right. Uh, cards, Jags. Great cards, game, 31 by the way. to 19 against the Jags. Great game I was watching, by the way. First half was a little bit slow, but really picked up uh, offensively and defensively in the second half. Really, really good game. Kyler, no no touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, well, at least this, throwing. I mean, this was a, a really, really weird game to watch at one point in the third quarter. Oh, sorry. Yeah, by the fourth quarter, uh, between, well, after the second half, I should say, uh, there was a point where <laughs> Jacksonville couldn't throw the ball, so they were running it for 134 yards, and total by, uh, by James Robinson. And on the other side, <laughs> Jacksonville couldn't throw the ball. I mean, uh, the Cards couldn't run the ball, but they threw it. So there was that to look forward to as well if you're Jacksonville defense. Um, yeah. D hop was really limited by that rib. Yep. I expect him to bounce back a little bit sooner, but uh, yeah, we saw the effects of that effect on, on the offense, which opened up the door for AJ green and to make big plays. Um, by the third quarter, not one team had converted a third down. <laughs> I'm oh, telling boy. you guys, it was a really fun game to watch after the second half. Um, <laughs> And the Jags D started picking up into the second half, and that was about it, man, when they start to slow down um, the Arizona Cardinals. Trevor Lawrence still making some rookie mistakes, as we see, too. So, But yeah. uh, here's a fun fact with them coming into tonight's game. Uh, Urban Myers never lost three games in a row, never started a season 0-3 and 0-4 in his life. So this could be an interesting game wow. going into tonight for them. Sounds like a guy who's on his way to USC when the season's over. <laughs> Um. Yeah, on the Jag on the Jacksonville Jaguars side, I mean James Robinson, eighty-eight yards, one touchdown. He was averaging five point nine a carry. Great, great way to pick up the season going into Cincinnati too against a team that struggles with the run a little bit there. So, oh, big. Yep. Jacksonville's defense is going right. to play though. I'll admit that <laughs> from from the what I'm seeing so far. So far. All right. Let's go to the most disappointing debut. I think we could probably remember for all that hype that was surrounding it. Six for 20, 68 yards. Justin Fields and the the Bears losing 26 to Um. (laughs) The Brownsies with the win, 26 to 6 against the Bears. I have this game really summed up in like four lines. Go. Uh, number one, welcome back to Odell Beckham Jr. Yep. Number two, uh, great, great pressure convert, um, 
pressure applied by the Browns defense, which mm-hmm. is leads to my next two points. Awusu Kamora had a great day in coverage and in blowing up plays and being all over the field. Field day for a rookie. And Miles yep. Garrett. Pun intended. Miles Garrett. That's it. Four and a half sacks, nine on the day for the Browns defense, giving Justin Field a terrible nightmare to debut to. Uh, Bears offensive line just looked horrible. They, I know they're dealing with some injuries too, but that, that offensive line is just garbage. Dude, their left tackle is Jason Peters. That's all we have to say. Yep. Uh, four words that I could sum up the Chicago Bears in this game. This offense isn't working. And those were the words of Nick Foles. <laughs> to, quote the gr- to quote the great Nick Foles, the great number nine. <laughs> Catcher fade, does Nagy get fired in season? Ooh, this is a tough one. Fade, I, I, it's going to happen at the end of the season because the Justin Fields yeah, experiment, they're going to see yeah. that out first as a whole. Is the optimism to go from? Yeah, they'll 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 they may give him another shot next year, but oh, yeah, we got a missed I, field goal to start this game off. <laughs> I think this is a huge. I can't watch fade. this right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go with huge fade too, just because both Nagy and Pace are on one-year deals, so you might as well just start fresh next year. And not for nothing, I think there's going to be some some potential coaches that would want to work with them. So establish a new offense. And to top that all off, I mean, you guys do terrible. Somebody comes in, they get a draft pick, high draft pick in the first most likely. So mm-hmm. optimism continues from that aspect. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the next one there. Bill's. 43 to 21 against the Washington football team. Bills are flying. I have to be honest with you, Zach. This was one of the games that I didn't get a chance to really comprehend. <laughs> uh, it was, it was it, as expected. That's basically my notes. Uh, Josh Allen did Josh Allen things, even though they struggled. Stefan Diggs, a little bit of a question mark behind him, but that's okay. Emmanuel Sanders seems to be the resurgence right now. Uh, that offense continues to click. Maybe just a little bit more help in the running game and they'll be okay. I think that the call from us of saying Dawson Knox is going to have a good season is <laughs> starting to fruition. To show his colors. Yeah, he's one hell of a tight end and I think he's going to be a big part of this offense. They've got four really good receiver. Well, I mean, yeah. sorry. They've got yeah. four good options but then you also have gabriel davis who's in for a sneaky game like yeah. here and there uh, yeah not much i can say to this the washington football team looks just like the washington football team with taylor heineke at the <laughs> zach moss 60 yards too as well um do you think washington turns this around or no no, I think they are where they are. Uh, yeah. Like, like I've said, I think they're dead in the water. I don't think a team's ever been graded. I don't think a team's ever been a Ryan Fitzpatrick away from doing things. Let alone the fact that they're relying on Ryan Fitzpatrick and he's not available to them. I, yeah, I mean, yes, 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 absolutely. 
right. All right. Uh, depressing times here. 25 to 16, the Tennessee Titans beating my Colts. My Colts are now 0 and 3. Chase, do you have anything you want to add to this game before I take over? Um, so, I mean, your defense looked good. I, I will start there. That's you, it, didn't look terrible. I mean, considering the opposition that they had to go against, too. And division mm-hmm. games are always weird, and there's a lot of firepower on the other side. Carson Wentz looked fairly well, too. I will say that he didn't look bad uh, at all. Yep. And they, but basically, that sums it up. I mean, the Tennessee Titans just kind of ran away with things at a certain point. So, uh, for me, okay, for through three games, the Colts have allowed 29 quarterback hits, most in the NFL. And 46 quarterback pressures, third most in, in the NFL. Zach <laughs> no. Carson should not have played. He did not look good. I mean, he looked good for what he could do, but he was just throwing away the ball. Yeah. Nothing. It, I think I've come to the realization that they're not as good as we, we hoped. Yeah, we expected. The offensive line is banged up. It was banged up to come into camp, and it's still banged up. I mean, going into this week alone, Braden Smith and um, Quentin Nelson are probably both going to miss this game. So that's another two offensive linemen who are out. That's not going to hurt. That's not going to help them. No, I know it's Miami, but still, Jonathan Taylor still hasn't gotten going on the ground. I credit that to the play calling, which is not been great you you are right the defense has held its own but sometimes the defense just seems to fade at least in the beginning of the games and then catch on in the second half so i don't know this team is not you're seeing expecting you're you're seeing you're seeing what it can be but you're not seeing it from the start and that's a little bit more difficult than discouraging because you're constantly playing catch up exactly for people who are complaining about Jonathan Taylor's carries, well, it's kind of hard when you don't have a lead. They, I think the Colts are one of the, I think they're one of the like the last teams to have like time of like of a lead in the oh, wow. in the NFL right now. Yeah, so it's not good. The Titan side though, personally, the their big playmakers. They didn't really impress me that much. I know Derrick Henry had 113 yards, but it he had to work for those. He had 28 carries on those. Absolutely. Ryan Tannehill struggled, which I was a bit shocked about. Um, the key that my, the key takeaway for me for the for the Titans though right now is the injuries. I mean, Julio and AJ Brown are both banged up. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, especially with uh, Chester Rogers being your leading touchdown scorer right now in the receiving position. Uh, mm-hmm. They need to find a way to – well, one, they, they're going to need those guys both back sooner than later because the road doesn't get any easier for Tennessee. And, I mean, they, they're banking a lot. They, they, did, they admitted their issues on defense by, with the Julio Jones addition, and those yeah. things still exist. And now when you have Julio Jones and, and AJ Brown both being injured, like that just doubles your stress and pressure. Absolutely. All right, let's go to the Saints. 
New England game. Um, Saints defense ran away with that. And yeah, twenty. Can you guys really believe that they cut Cam Newton for Mac Jones now? Not just Mac Jones, but the shine of Bill Belichick and that offense is starting to wear out. And I think people now can comfortably say that it was Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be quite apparent that it was that, eh? I think he's fourteen and fourteen without Tom Brady. Oh wow. And 120 and something and to 20 with Brady or something like that. I don't know. I saw some ridiculous stat. Well, I mean, if uh, we need any more reassurance of that, we're going to probably get that on the Sunday night of this week when Tom Brady goes back to New England against his former team. And tries to break the record, which he will. Yes. Uh, not for nothing, though. Jameis Winston, I know he had two touchdowns, but he still struggled. Yeah, quite a bit. I don't think he's the answer. Which makes sense on the one-year $12 million deal, but then I'm still looking at Taysom Hill with his $140 million contract. <laughs> Honestly, like, I would give Taysom if, – if they go on a losing streak here, I'd give Taysom Hill a shot. I wouldn't. I think we've seen all we had to see from Taysom Hill. Um, I know he wants to be a quarterback, but there's quite – Clearly no way that even Sean Payton believes he's just a clear-cut quarterback. Which is why you keep seeing the, him as this Swiss Army knife. Alvin Kamara came to play. Yes, he did. I think he told everybody, stop it. Just just stop this hate. Let me do my thing. Oh, you guys you guys got caught up because of what happened in Carolina, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, AK, AK-41, man, came out... Uh, Swinging, I'm pretty sure that Sean Payton was like, I can't believe we just stopped producing with him on that loss to the Panthers. So they did the double down and they just, I watched that whole first drive. All they did was feed Alvin Kamara from start to finish. Do you know who had himself a day though? Oh, who? Marshawn Lattimore. Ah, ha, ha. Eight tackles, two assisted and one interception. See, my shot, day. me, my shot on the defense was going to be to Malcolm Jenkins on that pick six. Yep. Um, still get to see the old man doing it over there. Absolutely. I mean, Patriots can't really, not much I can say. No, to there's, them. I mean, bench Damian Harris this week, guys. That's my advice to you. Uh, okay. Falcons, Giants, Falcons 17, Giants 14. Giants are now 0 3. Time to panic in New York. Um, they should have been panicking since Gettleman, but <laughs> uh, oh. this is just expe- exactly where I expected the Giants to be. Uh, unfortunately, they like, like I say a lot already when it comes to the Giants, their organization, you know, it starts at the top, their issues. And unfortunately, if you want to double down with this to add insult to injury for them going into this week, uh, they're going to be, it looks like without Slayton. And Sterling Shepard. They have not taken a single rep at practice this week. That means more Evan Ingram. Yes, sir. Um, Saquon's back, though. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice, it was a good showing from him, but I don't know if that's also him or the Atlanta Falcons defense. True. I mean, 51 yards on the ground with one touchdown, and then he also had 43 through the air. Yeah. On the Falcons side, Matt Ryan, 
had a Matt Ryan day, 243 yards and two touchdowns. Cordell Patterson is still going. Uh, yeah, um, that seemed to be the greatest pick for me last week because, you know, Devontae Smith and Jared Cook did nothing. So <laughs> uh, really had, happy that I got that part right, at least. But uh, it's kind of brings a question to <clears throat> what's going on with Mike Davis, actually. How are you being outproduced like this? Yep. And especially against a really, 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 really bad Giants team. You know, they're getting elitified. There's no there's no other way around it. It's just they're getting lit up everywhere. Absolutely. Even, even James Bradbury isn't having a good time anymore. No. Speaking of breakout players, I did I went probably one for three yeah. on my four. But my one that I hit was a oh boy, one. Did he have was a one for sure, buddy. <laughs> did he have himself a day? Bengals 24, Steelers 10. Steelers didn't look good, but Najee Harris looked good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was a really, really rough day for the Steelers. Uh, I mean, Juju left the game with injury. Then you had Deontay Johnson, uh, Deontay Johnson still out as well. So Chase Claypool was forced to take over in the receiving position. And even that wasn't enough to help Najee Harris and Ben Roethlisberger ben, get seal the W. Ben Roethlisberger looks terrible. Uh, yeah, it's, it's about time to plug in Haskins almost. 38 for 58, 318 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. He threw the ball almost 60 times. Yeah, why is he throwing it that much is the next question. Uh, Matt Canada also, also has to do a better – job at scheming around this because there's no way damn near 40 year old Ben should be throwing 60 times in a game for fantasy purposes go get Chase Claypool yes uh it depends because Juju and Johnson might be back it looks like doesn't matter he's gonna be they're gonna feed him he's the only healthy receiver fair enough uh Bengals side Joe Burrow not bad weren't there but he had three touchdowns not bad. So he, he did enough to help get the win. Absolutely. Mixon had a good hit himself a good game too, 90 yards on the ground. We'll uh, two INTs uh, for Logan Wilson. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, before we move on to Logan Wilson, I was just about to highlight, is this year we got a Joe Mixon uh, resurgence? I'm going to say no. Okay. But. Uh, wait, okay, define resurgence. Like, what, where, like, what numbers would you t- were you targeting for? Do you think he's gonna be a thousand yard rusher? Yes. No. Okay. No. Not on the ground. Okay. All purpose though. Oh, easily. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at like I think he. Yeah. He probably just gets under a thousand. Okay. Mixon usually goes down with something. Fair enough. I mean, history is showing us that for a reason, right? Thousand yards. In 2019, actually had 11.37 in 2019. 2018, he had 11.68. Last year, he had 4.28 in six games. He's got 2.86 and three right now. He could do it. I mean, he could get close, but I, I don't think so. I think he's he comes. Think it's off. I just don't expect the Bengals to be running the ball, trying to close games out. I still think they're going to be throwing their lives. 
out. So fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe throwing to win. That's it. Fair enough. Anything uh, else in that game that no, jumps out a, for you? That, that's about it. I mean, the the notes were really really simple on that one and straightforward. All right. Uh, let's go to the big giant kick of the day. Oh. The Ravens versus the Detroit Lions. The Ravens squeak one out, literally nineteen to seventeen. Thoughts on this? Oh, well, first, actually, you know what? Let me start on this one. Can Hollywood brand. catch a ball? Yeah, that's where I was going to go to. I wanted to know <laughs> how how excited do you think uh, Lamar Jackson is to see Rashad Bateman walk back onto the field this week? Absolutely, because he had no help in that receiving game against that secondary that has been lit up by everybody so far this year. Absolutely. Uh, it was not a good game offensively. Oh, no. It for the Ravens. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, Lamar, I mean, as we're highlighting things, remember Lamar has to convert a fourth and 19 on top of this team dropping balls the way it is for them to get in position to for Justin Tucker to set that record-breaking kick. 68 yards. 68? 66 or 66 excuse me yeah you're right 66 that's crazy i know he's a lot he's an absolute legend he's an absolute legend what a beaut do you think anybody beats that records are made to be broken so at some point i don't think uh okay how about this do you think he matt can he match that again yes yeah yeah you like i know environments and everything matters but if you've ever seen the adam lefko little snippet thing he does with nfl players where it's he helps boost their man ratings i've seen justin tucker hit a 75 yarder so it's only clutch time and whatever else is happening around mark andrews 109 yards receiving finally finally he's here (laughs) About time he did something. Yeah. Uh, Jared Goff. Oh, boy. What's going on with Goff? Um, he's he's exactly who we thought he was. <laughs> yep. He's exactly who we thought he was. I mean, now, mind you, the Baltimore defense is still not an easy defense to go against. But, man, it's Detroit outside of Penny Swell. And maybe a handful of players on that roster, they need a lot of help. They're going to need help at every position. I mean, Jeff Okuda is still down, so he's gone for the foreseeable future, which is why I expected the Ravens receivers to have a field day, but clearly I was wrong on that. I'm going to just throw this stat out for you. Sure. Jared Goff is 0 for 10 as a starter without Sean McVay. Oh, beautiful. So he's like, <laughs> so he's the truth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crowded backfield. Does Jamal Williams emerge as the number one running back? No, no I don't think so. Either. I think DeAndre, we're going to get a lot more of DeAndre Swift. Very, very I think shortly, so too. right around the corner. Yeah. All right. Wishful thinking. Broncos. Yes. Uh, 26, nothing against the jets. I mean, it's the jets. <laughs> Are the Broncos for real? No. <laughs> no. 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 I, I mean, I can't judge anything against the first three opponents. They beat the Jags, the Jets, and the Giants. Yeah. Those are teams you're supposed to win, especially a team that faces Patrick Mahomes twice a year. These are supposed to be the easy ones. 
Tim Patrick looks like a steal. Yeah, 106 catches, no drops so far on the season. That's that's crazy. Yeah, through three Cor- weeks. Cor- yeah, Cortland Sutton had a pretty quiet day. Yeah, he seems to be in a little bit of a regression, a little bit more so than mm-hmm. expected. You thought that those numbers would go up, especially with KJ Hamler and Joe Judy going down. But no, it's been uh, the Tim Patrick show. What I've been super impressed by so far has been the dynamic duo of Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Uh, yeah, ecstatic by those two. Good. They just complement each other. Yeah. Great, great tandem, those two. And I look forward to seeing what they can do for the foreseeable future. Pardon me. On the opposite side of the ball, I mean, Zach Wilson continues to struggle. Catcher fade. Actually, not even a catcher fade. Who finishes with more interceptions this year, Lawrence or Wilson? <laughs> if I'm being honest, it's going to be Wilson at this rate. <laughs> Uh, I think so too. Zach Wilson's not having a very his welcome to the moment NFL is every week, unfortunately. Um, yeah, no, I I can't feel optimistic. It's why I went as far to grab the Tennessee Titans defense against the Jets this week. Um, I have them too, my pool. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's not reassuring. There's nothing good offensively coming from the Zach. Wilson is still experiencing the most pressures in the league per week and still leading the league in drops per week. So there's not a lot of things to be optimistic about here, especially with Makai Becton being out. So there's your left tackle gone for the season. And yeah, yeah, I mean, as far as anybody concerned or struggling in fantasy, just play whoever the Jets are playing against that week as a defense. All right, let's get off that game. It's it was too depressing. Um, 31-28 Raiders over the Dolphins. Jacoby Brissett didn't look good. <laughs> Listen, Jacoby Brissett did leave it all on the table, though. I will say that. Absolutely. I, I, I will not take anything away from his heart. So I, I admit he did not look good. Uh, that game should not be that should not have been that close, though, either. It should not have. It shouldn't have been. Derek Carr no. threw a pick really, really early. Darren Waller hasn't been producing for the Raiders as much, even though he's the most targeted uh, receiver or tight end, respectively, uh, mm-hmm. on that team. And, you know, it was just one of those, I guess, what the fuck games. So we're going to see if the Las Vegas Raiders look to bounce back a little bit more productively because they can't make those mistakes against this Chargers team on Monday night. Something to note here, Mike Gesicki, 10 receptions, 86 yards. I expect Brissett to use him more. Also, Jalen Waddle, 12 receptions as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jalen Waddle, continuing along with uh, his great debut so far. Uh, We're seeing the speed, the wheels, and the reasons why they chose him to come out. And we'll see how... He continues to produce without Tua being available either as he deals with that rib. Um, Peyton Barber killed it on the ground. 111 yards, 4.8 averaging for yards per carry, one touchdown. Seems like if Kenyon Drake, sorry, it seems like if 
Josh Jacobs is hurt. Kenyon Drake is not the number two back, and God forbid they paid all that money for him. Let's go with Peyton Barber. Yeah, why not? I mean, at least we got Josh Jacobs back healthy, and then Kenyon Drake can potentially become a trade piece or just cycled into rotation with. Uh, Denzel Perryman had ten tackles in this game. In defense, shuts. Uh, yeah, no, there's nothing really else for me to take away from the Raiders right now. Uh, this is just a what the fuck game that should not have gone this far. Miami showing great heart, but also showing the reasons why they're still looking possibly at Deshaun Watson as well. Main event time of Sunday. Yes. Rams and Bucks. 34 to 24, the Rams pulling it off. And it, listen, I know that score was that square, but it wasn't that close. It wasn't, though. I know. Matt Stafford, number one, and I've said this to you off mic, too. Um, really, really interesting to see Sean McVay still find an actual game plan for Deshaun Jackson. Yep. Uh, to integrate him into these, this offense. Stafford looks great. Like he's just meant to be there in L.A. And uh mm-hmm. Sean McVay adding to his record going 40 and 0 with a halftime lead now. Yep. How crazy is that? I, I he looks so juiced at that halftime when they were running out. <laughs> and oh my God, man. The Rams look good. They look like they're the real deal. Stafford has actually pushed these guys to being a Super Bowl contender. Surprise. I told you guys get rid of Jared Goff a long time ago. <laughs> uh and yeah, that's about it, man. I, I'm astounded by this Rams, Rams team. And I think that they are going to make a very, very deep playoff push, especially with this showing. Now, remember, I'm reminded that AB wasn't there because of COVID. So maybe we're also seeing how much Tom does miss AB. But this also shows why they added Richard Sherman. I'm going to say that I spelled the Buccaneers. Last year, only Vita Vey was the only guy notable on defense that was a starter that dealt with injuries. And this year, they I think they have four or five starters who have been in and out in the last couple of weeks, the last three weeks, uh, dealing with injuries or haven't even played at all. So I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to deal with this going forward. It's pretty clear that the Tampa Bay defense doesn't look anywhere near to what they looked like last year. Richard Sherman, does he make a difference? Richard Sherman had a pick in practice today, so. Oh, okay. I think he's already in, like, midseason form, and he's ready. Tom Terrific still threw 432 yards. Yeah. Yeah. It's really something when you watch a quarterback say, hey, I can do better after throwing five touchdowns the week before, but, hey, here we are. Um yeah, Tom's still – I mean, we saw the pissed-off Tom Brady phase and we didn't see the comeback this time, so. No, I think he's going to table that and save that for the postseason. I just think he's going to use it to eviscerate the Patriots next week. <laughs> or that. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, not really. Just that I think the Rams are for real and the Jared Goff trade was probably the best thing, probably the move of the offseason to put your team into a Super Bowl contendership. You'd have to say that Matt. You'd have to say Matthew Stafford's got to be a front runner for MVP, though. Yeah, about Cooper Cup too. Yeah, ninety-six yards, two touchdowns. He's still doing it. It's he might be a... offensive player of the year when it's all said and done. 
He could be. I still think they're going to give it to the quarterback. I still think Stafford's going to get it, but. Oh, no. I think Stafford could be the MVP. I think he, he could be the offensive player of the year, though. I wouldn't be surprised if he wants both. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Vikings 30, Seahawks 17. I expected more from Seattle. This I was a dog really fight, did. though. Uh, yeah. I know, but I expected Seattle after last week's loss to come out firing, and they didn't have anything. No. Too much pressure. Russell Wilson had to do the Russell Wilson things that he's been doing the past. Uh, Tyler Lockett went down a little bit with a knee there for a bit, which is kind of scary. And DK Metcalf, we saw the emergence of what happens when he could take over, but he too at the wide receiver uh, is dealing with a foot issue, which also makes me a little bit more surprised they didn't push a little harder for Josh Gordon. But hey, yeah. maybe maybe they did. Maybe. Now, the other side of that ball, I mean, it's clearly shown us that you could, whoever wants to can run the ball against Seattle because even without Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison had a f- fantastic day. Yeah, that's why I'm pissed off because I'm like, how the hell did the Colts not run up on this team? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Alexander Madison, 112 yards. Good on you, man. Great sub in right there. And Justin Jefferson, 118 yards, one yeah. touchdown. They looked good. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him that. Kirk Cousins also did some Kirk Cousins tomfoolery, I guess you'd say. Kirk Cousins things. Yeah, 30 for 38, 323 yards and th- three touchdowns. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I didn't want to get off of this. I didn't really go all the way back to my notes, but there is one thing I did want to. There's a couple of things I forgot to highlight in that Rams game. Oh, go for it. Um, number one, after going one for six in the first quarter, Stafford went seven for seven <laughs> to follow that up. Okay. I summed up the Rams defense in the best way I could think of, which is the Rams D is ill. Like they're just absolutely insane. I don't, I, I saw pressure from everywhere on the flip side, the Bucks defense had created zero pressure for Matt Stafford. So he had all day. Right. Um, whatever could go wrong for the Bucks went wrong. Essentially. I mean, losing Rob Gronkowski like that. And Jalen Ramsey, he didn't even travel with Mike Evans all over the field. He just stayed on one side of the ball for the most of it. So anyways, yes, that's those are my sums up, sum ups of the Rams as a whole. Now, bouncing back. Packers, 30-28 against the Niners. What a comeback. Uh, as soon as the Niners scored to go ahead, I was thinking to myself, oh, they left too much time on the clock. 44 seconds, that's too much. Aaron Rodgers is always like, Tom Brady to me in the Super Bowl where I don't trust yep. it until the game's over. I need to see zeros across the clock before oh, I believe it's actually done. Because if we've seen him orchestrate anything, we've seen him work with no time and get a win. How quickly did he move that ball down the field? Uh, he did this within 37 seconds and no timeouts. So <laughs> I've never seen, by the way, he was celebrating as soon as he spiked the ball. He, knew, he knew that Mason Crosby was going to hit it. Mason Crosby could not lose this game for him. This was this was supposed to be the one. The Green Bay big three came to play. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, 261 yards, two touchdowns. Aaron Jones, 82 yards on the ground, one touchdown. And Devontae Adams, 132 yards receiving, one touchdown. If the Packers want to win, those three need to perform. And they did it. And congratulations to Aaron Rodgers, because I don't remember the last time I saw him beat Kyle Shanahan with all of his starters. Mm-hmm. So for him to get that monkey off of his back, you know, that's huge enough. And 
because not for nothing. I mean, the Niners are still in a chance to make a playoff push. So absolutely. So getting these wins are important. We've seen Aaron struggle in the past with the Niners. So just being here, you know, good, good for, good for the, uh, the Green Bay Packers. On the Niners, personally, like some bounce back games for like Brandon Ayuk, for example, mm-hmm. that was, it was nice to see. A little resurgence there. Yeah. It seems like whatever was bothering him doesn't look that serious anymore. And he might just be out of the doghouse, the Kyle Shanahan doghouse. doghouse. Yeah. Kittle looked good too. Yep. 92 yards, seven receptions. But I think the fullback, big Kyle juice check. Juice check, man. The only team with the fullback still on the roster. Actually, I think it's them and the Vikings, maybe who used yeah, to use... like, like that. But yeah. Yeah. After Trey Sermon was struggling, use check came in and he basically just dominated. Took right over, huh? It was funny to see either him or Debo in the backfield. <laughs> yeah, you never know which one's coming out of that. Well, they like, you know, jet sweeps were favorable and favorable to them in this option, having these two wide receivers that specialize in that while using their speed and athleticism to get down the field. Good for them, man. Definitely. Uh, no, it was a good game. Uh, it was Great nice game. to see. Great game. I just want to see more Trey Lance, though. I know. I, 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 I really th- thought they should have ran Trey Lance instead of Jimmy Garoppolo because I think because they could have run against that Packers defense if they wanted to. If we've seen anything like the Packers don't deal well with running and a running quarterback just opens up that game. By the way, great debut by Trey Sermon. Yeah, I just want to touch on something, though. How comfortable do you feel with Kyle Shanahan with Trey Lance versus Matt Nagy with Fields? Like Just uh, the way their approach is. Like Shannon is doing it, is doing the same thing pretty much that Nagy wanted to do in, in Chicago, but he's just handled it so much better. I trust Kyle Shanahan with any quarterback that he so seems fit for his system. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's just so funny that like this is the, that's exactly what he wanted to do. And Nagy tried to replicate and it's just not working. Oh, my. Zach, you, I'm, you should probably be happy that you're not looking at the score of this game for two What's reasons. The score? What's it's the seven, score right it's seven nothing Jacksonville. James Robinson's having a field day. Okay. Um, side note, listeners, me and Zach are facing off each other <laughs> in fantasy football this week. And I have James Robinson. No, <laughs> oh, well, good for you. Sorry, sir. Anyways, carrying along. Still early. It's it's just week. It's just the first game of week four. You're right, but to put this into so we're in the second quarter of this game. There's about eight minutes left. Uh, Jacksonville has run the ball already for 106 yards, while Cincinnati has run for six. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I see it. 12 points right now. God damn it. Well, hopefully Dalvin Cook can come back and play. Yeah, I know. I need him in another league. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Let's run through next week's games. Give me your winner. Okay, hold on. Let me fire up and get my schedule up here. Let's go ahead. Let's do it. All right. Jaguars, Bengals. I got the Jags. Yeah. I mean, I had the Bengals. I, I, I'm i going with the Jags just over off the Urban Meyer stat. So, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I got the Jags. Jets, Titans in Titans. New York. Titans. I'm going Titans. Yeah. Titan up. Lions, Bears in Chicago. Uh, this is the worst of the worst. 
I got the Bears. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who I have. I, I'm looking at things. I don't know. I don't know if Justin Fields is going to be okay to play. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with, I can't believe this, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> okay. Uh, Colts Dolphins in Miami. I got the Colts. I think this is their first win. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to go with the Colts as well. Vikings Browns in Minnesota. I'm going Browns. Give me the Browns. Yeah. Falcons, Washington football team in Atlanta. Oh, I'm going to go Atlanta. I don't like it, but I'm going Atlanta. Yeah, that's how I felt about picking Detroit, but I'm going with Atlanta as well. Bills, Texans in Buffalo. Doesn't even matter where it is. Yeah, I know. Going to Bills. (laughs) Saints, Giants in New Orleans. Saints. Saints as well for me. By 20. Yeah. Eagles, Chiefs in Philly. Give me the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Don't even. I'm not going to. Let's listen. My bias can't even. Let me take this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bounce back game versus Patrick Mahomes. Good luck. Cowboys, Panthers. This is actually. One. This is an actually interesting game. Uh, if you look at the scoring between both teams up to now, they both have scored 69 points in three games. So this should be a really, really good game. I am going with the Panthers. Oh, the boys. Oh boy. Niners Seahawks. I another good game. Uh, Seattle. Seattle has to start fighting back. So I'm gonna go to Niners on this one. Wow. Yeah. I think Seattle starts to fight back on this one personally. There is some really interesting games here. Cardinals Rams in St. Louis. I say in St. Louis. In Los Angeles. Definitely not in St. Louis. No. Um give me the Rams. I like the Rams too, but that's gonna be a really good game. I know. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Packers, Steelers in Green Bay. Give me Rodgers any day of the week. Yeah, I'm going with AR-12. I just don't trust Big Ben. He's wrecked. Big bench. That's what they're I think, I think Najee Harris has a big game against that run defense, but I really do think it's going to be the uh, Aaron Rodgers show on this week. Do you like Big Benched as a Big Benched? New, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that. Broncos, Ravens, in Denver. Give me, give me the Ravens. Give me the Broncos. 14 nothing, Jacksonville. Who scored? Trevor Lawrence just now ran it in. Nice. Good for him. Pats, Buccaneers, Sunday night game. Come on now. Give me the box. Give me the box. <laughs> and then the last one, Chargers, Raiders. This is going to be a really good game. I'm worried with the Chargers, though. I like the Chargers, too. On this one. I'm with the Chargers. I, I like their defense. I that's not a slight to the Raiders defense because they have shown up, if anything. But uh yeah, I yeah, I'm playing for the Chargers. I like Justin Herbert. I like that receiving core with Keenan Allen and uh Mike Williams. Austin Eckler's been a beast. That's about it. That's that's my take on that one. Any other final departing notes or news that you would like to pass along before we get into who our uh, breakout performers of the week are let me just take a look i think i have some things oh congratulations call it a career to Lashawn mccoy yeah shady hell of a career i'm super happy for him to see him get a ring even though we traded him away for a bag of chips but i'm also glad to see him be signed and to retire as a philadelphia eagle absolutely uh, as we're going along, the Lions have released Jamie Collins. If you want to 
you know, a little salt in the wound for my Eagles. Uh, <clears throat> so the Eagles have have to work on the run defense. defense. Uh, uh, Elliott and Pollard combined for 155 yards on 28 carries. 12 of those 28 runs gained six yards or more. They had run just three runs of two yards or less and no losses. None for a loss. Yikes. Uh, to top that all off, eight of the Cowboys' 12 third down opportunities versus the Eagles were five yards or less. They converted six of those six of those eight in three games. The Cowboys are 19 for 25 on third downs of five yards or less. And one more congratulations. I know I shouted out Deshaun Jackson before. Uh, Deshaun Jackson now holds the record for the most 50-plus yard receptions in NFL history with 44. That's ridiculous. So congratulations to D-Jax as well. That's crazy. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. Player, player. Let's, let's get the players. All right. Who You want to start quarterback first? Yeah, I'm going with Jameis Winston. I just can't bet against anybody that's facing one of those New York teams. I, I figured you were going to go with Jameis. <laughs> and Ryan Tannehill was a layup, so I went the other way. I did not, though. I went with – I'm going Baker Mayfield. Oh, I like that. I Against the Vikings, Vikings defense gives up tons of yards, and they're always in a dogfight, so give me Baker. Moving on to wide receiver, I have Odell Beckham Jr. this week as my <laughs> player this week. Uh, That's a good I compliment. That, I think that matchup on Minnesota is just going to work out in his favor a little bit more. And for me, for wide receiver, sticking with Chicago, I'm going Allen Robinson. I think Robinson think torches the Lions. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I really do because I just – I think if this is – if if he doesn't break out in this game, then this season's lost for, for him. Fair enough. So Fair enough. I've, I think he torches them up on this one. Going running back. So – I told you I had a player in this game. I went with James Robinson. I think he's going to be the breakout of the week. Uh, after seeing how he finally got his you know, feet beneath him running the ball last week, I think this is a good showing for him. Give me Jonathan Taylor against the Dolphins. Nice. Nice. I think underrated, he's, underrated. Yeah. I think, my, I think my Colts running back has himself a game. And it, this all this talk about Marlon Mack moving on, I, I – guess that creates one less headache for him so i know marlon's not getting into games but just kind of solidifies that he's the main target and the main running back so i've got him as my breakout running back and for tight end who do you have so this is really uh i mean this guy's leading the team on his targets so i went with mr darren waller i think this is his breakout week uh, I think he puts on a show versus the Chargers. And I'm going to go with a player who's playing against his former team in Rob Gronkowski. Ooh. I think Gronk feeds on this team. He wants to prove that, you know. It was me and Tom and not Bill. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck <and> you, Bill. <laughs> he, I think he's got, yeah, seriously. I think he's got <laughs> Tom's back 100%. So give me the Gronk. This is the game that Gronk came out for. It's not for the Super Bowl. This is why he came out of retirement. This, this is his Super Bowl. Yeah. And so, he may not play, but hey. I think he does play and he's probably he'll be, play. 
ready to go. Oh, uh, one last thing that I just got the update on. So it's official DJ Chark fractured ankle. Huge. I mean, it's a it's a big loss for sure. Yeah, of course. I, I wonder if LaVisca Chenault gets some more some, targets thrown his way now. It hasn't looked like that. He, I've only seen him be target targeted once so far in this game. Mind you, the Jags have the, had the ball for seven minutes more than the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals to point. Yikes. So this could be interesting. And the Jags' defense is all over them. They're not letting up for anything. It's quite impressive, actually, watching, uh, watching the Jags this week. Joe they're, Burrow, another three and out. They're a feisty team. Definitely could fight. Definitely could fight. Um, still not worried about them from your perspective, though. So No. Not that full. Anything else you want to touch upon or add? Uh, I, I had a question for you, Zach. So there was a show that came out this week. Uh, have you, Are you familiar with BMF? I am, but I did not get to watch it uh, yet. Okay, so. Was it good? Oh, episode one was great. Okay. Absolutely good. great. Highly recommend. Perfect. I'll give it a, I'll give it a watch. Also, uh, did you see Eminem's Spaghetti? Mom's spaghetti restaurant. Yeah. Yes. And he's out, he's over there serving people. It, I, honestly, good move on his part. Yeah. Marketing. Yeah, marketing smart. Is finest. Smart. Uh, outside of that, we have the Super Bowl halftime show. Yep. Which will include appearances from Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg. What a roster. Eh? I know. This is going to be amazing. Only what, way to do it in LA. Only yeah, way but, to do it in LA. Well, like, wonder why the. Uh... I wonder why they went above and beyond for this one. I I think that that's a great inclination and a sign that there's you think Hova got in their I ear. I think there's an, I think there's an album coming. Yeah, no, well, I'm thinking Hova got in their ear on this one. Oh, oh my God, Lavisca Chanel, huge pick, huge grab, huge catch, huge catch just now. I don't know how many yards this was, but Jesus Christ, it's okay. He's on my bench. <laughs> All right. Huge catch by LaVisca Chanel. Wow. Um, so, yeah, we have that. BMF. Uh, Got that Wale, J. Cole oh, track dropping. Wale Cole tonight. Did you I, did you like the uh, Joyner Lucas? I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a big fan either. I mean, I'm very selective of Joyner Lucas, but like a lot of his songs come in and out of my playlist really quick. Even uh, Ramen and OJ with Little Babies. Like, as soon as I heard it, like, I haven't heard it since really, so. Um, nothing else really from a music perspective. I believe there is something else that's supposed to happen tomorrow, but we'll see. Um, and, and yeah. then from an M- NBA perspective, I guess everybody's just waiting to see where Ben Simmons is going. That's about it. I mean, Joel Embiid finally spoke and said, you know, it's kind of disrespectful that you don't want to play with me considering we built the roster around you, but Hey, <laughs> I knew that those two weren't going to work. <laughs> so bad. It's so and, bad. And then to throw it all, to throw Doc in there too, just makes it even worse. So that's, yeah. that's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, because now that reflects on him. Uh, yeah, Paul, well, you know how I feel about Doc Rivers. Yeah, I'm, I'm well aware, uh, <laughs> especially because you sat on the other side of the town from him and then you have to deal with him as a Celtics fan. So, hey. <laughs> Did he get a ring in LA? Nope. Nope. <laughs> is he an overrated coach? Yep. No, no. Yes, he you is. won't put some respect on Doc's name. <laughs> I think he's a good coach. I just think he's very oh, overrated. Uh, I, I almost texted you to see 
if you were going to be worried about dealing with uh, Doc, because I thought I misread a <laughs> a um, notification this week that I thought Austin Rivers had signed to the LA Lakers, and then it was Austin Reeves, not yeah. Austin Rivers. So yeah. Lakers opened up training camp, and so far looks pretty solid. Russell seems to be mixing quite well with the other two, but I always am reserved until I see midway through the season how everything's going well also to be fair there's one other thing we have to discuss in the nba and i know you and i have respectfully for people have avoided the vaccination talks around it Mm -hmm. uh this is coming to fruition and becoming real because you know Kyrie irving even though he said he didn't want to discuss it from that i'm taking he's not vaxxed if i'm assuming something but you have that and Bradley Beal, and then to top it all off, you have uh, Andrew, Andrew Wiggins, and these guys all play in markets that say if you're not vaccinated, you cannot play in games, and you will not be paid for those games. So now, if you think about it, players are about to lose about 41 games per season, 43 if you're counting, 45 if you're counting the trips to New York and D.C. I. I heard something. I don't know if it's true or not, but somebody was saying that apparently Durant has been like helping Kyrie learn about why he should take. It. I don't know. I it's just basically. I don't know if he's it's being a good or teammate. He's just being a but, good teammate. But, but like at the same time too, like I don't see that. Honestly, I don't see Durant doing that. I no, don't. They're friends, like, and they care. And yeah. I'm sure Kevin Durant's like Kyrie's going to do what he wants to do off the court. Yeah, like when I saw that report, I was like, yeah, that's a little weird. I I think that's just wishful thinking from some. Brooklyn. I think it's just some reporter who's trying to beat the punch. Got a quick bag. Yeah. Like Andrew Wiggins, I don't know what he tried to do it as, but he tried to get a religious exempt and they refused that too. So I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I don't know how the league's going to look this year. Just, yeah. It's, it's one of those. This goes back to what I, I mean, I've, I've talked about this before, where in the NBA, the players run the league. And in the mm-hmm. NFL, it's still the owners. And clearly the owners were like, this is what we're doing. Put her foot down. If you don't like it, these are the protocols to handle. And the NBA, it's a little loosey-goosey because a lot of these players, they're the like, that's the marketplace, right? But, like, But you, you don't can, get the, the sense that the shoe's on the other foot because at least the NFL is saying like, yeah, you're not vaccinated, but you can play. But the NBA What I'm saying, saying is like, that they had, what I'm saying is they had a better plan they had a plan for it right like okay. i feel like it was more structured it was more organized versus the nba it feels like they just kind of expected all their players to do it and it well, backfired. well i mean yes and no i mean with the the big news that also came out and i there's no obviously proof of this like on how we could prove this other than what we're being told but supposedly 90 percent of the league is vaccinated in the nba we have the big names right. that aren't which is drawing much more attention right now for us but like and again, but again, like I, I just, I, I don't know. I just felt like to me, it feels like the way it was handled, the situation was handled poorly from the NBA. Sure. And I, and I wonder if I do wonder though, if the ownership control versus the player control played a big factor. Into Fair that. enough. Fair enough. I mean, time will tell. We'll get more stories as things go forward. Um, Listen, at the end of the day, I just want to see the best players in the world play. Exactly. Exactly. We're a fan of the game. Always. Obviously do what's what's best for yourself, but I just want to see the best players play. Right. That's it. 
Like, I don't want to see that Lakers roster go against anybody. And oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just watching and <laughs> LaVisca should know. <laughs> Tackled at the one, went down, but like as he went down, the ball came out of his hand. So they're now establishing if this was a fumble that just went back into the end zone because he clearly did not get in. Oh no. Uh no, he's down by contact though. Okay. Yeah, he's clearly down. All right. So yeah, there's that. Anything else? No, that's it, brother. Yeah. On my end. How about you? Good on my end. With that being said. This is the two PC. Yeah, we out. And I'm about to kick Chase's ass in fantasy. Peace. Deuces.